welcome back to Hey Eintracht Frankfurt, the Bundesliga podcast covering everything there is to know in the English language about Eintracht Frankfurt, the best club in the Bundesliga, the best club in Germany, the best club in Europe, the best club in the world for that matter. But we're a little bit biased. I'm your host, Brian Sanders. You can follow me on Twitter at KCSGE. You can follow the show. That is at HEFpod. You can email the show. That can We can be reached there at Hey, I'm tracking for at yahoo.com. We can also be found on Facebook, like our Facebook page. You can do that at facebook.com slash HEF pod. Uh, all sorts of new episodes, uh, new contests for listener contests, and all sorts of new information on the Eintracht in the English language in terms of media content. So don't do this show alone, especially now that we are gearing right back up for the Rook Ronda. It is joining me, Nathan in St. Louis. Hey, Brian, what's happening? Miss, missed out on the Florida Cup, huh? Both of us. <laughs> yeah. Um, in case people did not know, uh, the Midwest got hit with a big old blizzard that caused uh, power outages, that caused ice to be stuck onto planes, that caused nearly a foot of snow to fall on the ground. And unless you're used to getting, you know, what? But of snow on a kind of regular basis. And I'm talking about you people who come from the old uh, northwest part of the United States. So your Wisconsin's, Minnesota's, I guess, Montana, Idaho, in addition to uh, the Nor'easters <laughs> or something else, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Nor'easters as well. Someone we're might know about to, that. We're not exactly used to having that sort of craziness in the Midwest of the United States. So uh, Nathan and I kind of stayed home, but one guy who definitely made it out there, catch a little sun, uh, get as much raised as he possibly could, is Mark in New York City. Hello, Mark. Hello, hello, hello. We are here. (laughs) Sunny, sunny, sunny Florida. And all the way back (laughs) in New York City, the city that does not sleep. And neither do we when it comes to everything that is Eintracht Frankfurt. So... Going out there for the Florida Cup, uh, we had talked in the previous episode how our expectations were that this was really just training. This is a chance for Eintracht fans to come from near and far to get together. So let's kind of talk about that because you were down for both games. Uh, you happened to go with one uh, fan of the, uh, good friend of the show, Tom. And uh, let's see, you guys got up to all sorts of stuff, getting interviewed by people, <laughs> <laughs> uh, German TV while you're in St. Petersburg. Just talk about uh, the first leg of uh, the Florida Cup tour. Yeah, so this was a really exciting time being able to watch two games in a very short period and the turnover was two days and there was always something Eintracht related function, whether it be a pregame tailgate that lasted, you know, about four hours <laughs> naturally, right? That's the best <laughs> way of doing it. It's just a massive amounts of drinking. However, oh, yeah. I, I will say the only criticism to the Hofbrau house was just way too much Bavarian music. All the, all the natives were a little uncomfortable. However, it definitely <laughs> was a really good time there. You know, once we started to take over the bar and all the chanting was going on and the drinks were being poured and, you know, that real camaraderie was going and it was just really exciting because everyone was able to just get ready for the match. And it got a little, a little brisk, I guess you can say in St. Petersburg that night, but Needless to say, the stadium was beautiful, um, and it was a fantastic result. Now, one of my favorite parts of the night 
actually was actually do a pregame warm-up session. So I'm standing there. I got my media pass. It's freezing cold. I'm wearing this sweatshirt. It has nothing to do with anything sports-related. And I'm just like, okay, I don't look like a media person, but that's okay. We'll make this work. <laughs> so I'm standing there in the field, and like all the players are just hanging out next to me. And I'm just like, wow, I am three feet away from a lot of money. This is actually really, really cool. So, so I'm walking around taking pictures, you know, videos. I'm really shy at first because this is my first time getting field access. So I was like kind of really timid about, okay, do I walk this far to the grass? Do I like stay on the grass at all? Do I just stay closer to the stands? And then I started seeing other people. I started, started mimicking everyone, right? It's like, okay, I know what I'm doing. I'm act like I know what I'm doing. Make it till you make it. Faking it till I made it. And I literally, <laughs> I just followed people. I didn't even know what I was doing half the time. I'm like, you know what? I, I got this. I got this. So I'm like watching the guys warm up and Timmy Chandler staying there with um, uh, Senor Toro, Lucas Toro and Giancarlo was there and we're all standing there talking and all of a sudden someone breaks out into speaking Portuguese and making fun of Lucas because Lucas is like, you know, he's Spanish. So he, he's, he's <laughs> proud of speaking Spanish and he's like, oh, I don't speak that. You know, they're, they start talking Spanish. So I, I butt in the conversation and I'm like, oh, you know, like cut, cut him some slack. He, he speaks Spanish, he doesn't speak Portuguese. And I, and I forget who it was that I was speaking to. But he's like, oh, come on, Portuguese and Spanish, it's the same thing. And Timmy speaking no Portuguese or Spanish. <laughs> Comes in back into the conversation. He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. And I'm just like, Timmy, what is that? He goes, I have no idea. And I'm like, all right, that's fine. Uh, so, but, th- but that was that was actually a really cool moment to just kind of just, you know, shoot the shit with a couple players and just have yeah. a good time with them. And uh, it, it was awesome. But that's, uh, I guess, the first part of it. I mean, I don't know how much you guys want me to talk about the match. I go into the match now or like, do you guys want me to discuss what it was like seeing the fans and the chaos and the turmoil that ensued at the stadium when we got that first PK? Where do I begin? I don't even know anymore. Um, <laughs> let's see. It's a little bit of confusion. Yeah, I mean, we kind of, I mean, uh, I don't know how much of the game that you watch, Brian, but I I, I had it on the uh, so I mean I see I saw the game and how we played and everything and I I I want to know about the the atmosphere and you know the camaraderie as you say and and how the fans were going about it and how do they felt about it. So it was pretty interesting um, because the ticketing situation was a little sloppy on the Florida Cup side. Frankfurt fans were actually split in half, huh. so there was a bunch of Frankfurt fans behind the bench. Because originally that was supposed to be the Frankfurt fan block. Yeah. What ended up happening was anyone else who did not have a ticket in that Frankfurt fan block of like 30 people kind of <laughs> made their own standing block on the other side of the pitch. And oh, wow. Was okay. Absolutely electric. All 90 minutes, you know, the constant chanting, jumping. That's good. You know, it was just it was funny because like, you know, all the Brazilians behind them were like yelling at them to sit down and. They don't understand what they're being told, you know, so there's looking at them like what, you know, like this is what yeah. we do. And, you know, the Brazilian fans has their actual true supporter section. They had the guys dressed up in all their white and like yeah. looking like ghosts and stuff. That was really cool, too. That was super cool. It was actually really cool to see that. And, you know, you walked by and everyone's super friendly. A lot of camaraderie between both fans groups. You know, there was no no problems at all. It's good. But uh, 
it was just an overall awesome experience. Like the game was exciting. You know, obviously we ended up winning that match two mm-hmm. one and just seeing the reaction of both fans during the goals was cool because you don't get to see other cultures celebrate goals often, right? Like you can see what your local team celebrates like, or what we watch yeah. on TV when Frankfurt scores, but to watch, you know, Sao Paulo fans celebrate and do their chants and, you know, sing their songs, their goal song. That was pretty cool. But yeah. to see us do it twice was even better. <laughs> you know, that was so, definitely this, this better portion of it. So yeah, like talk through, did they, so, you know, in, in, German soccer culture, you know, they, when somebody scores a goal, the, the, the announcer, you know, will say the, the first name and the, the fans say the second name. Do they say, did they try to do anything like that? Or is it, they, they try to emulate any of that no, over here? Because, you know, a lot of the announcements were in Portuguese first. Oh, okay. So it was, it was difficult because everything was pretty much, it's like, you didn't even think you were in America anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's understandable. There's a, there's a large Portuguese contingent in in Florida and in Sao Paulo brought the fans. So uh, don't blame them. No, no, none, no blame at all. It was just, it was interesting. So like, and plus it was that separation between the two fans, which made it a little difficult to really kind of get that portion going. But otherwise it was just such a cool experience that first match. And then even after the match, being able to like see the players and go behind the scenes and do a couple interviews, like with Gelson. Gelson did like a really like, you know, fire strike interview. I think I was with him for maybe, maybe two minutes might've been a stretch <laughs> because I felt so bad, right? Like this guy had to do three interviews and he's on his way out. And then there's me. I'm like, Hey man, I know you're tired. I know you're on your way to go to the bus. Can I just have two minutes? He goes, yeah, then you'll take as much time as you want. So I'm nervous at that point. I'm like, Oh yeah. This is not Timmy Chandler. I've spoken to Timmy Chandler before, you know, even leading up to that first interview with Tim. I don't know what I'm going to say. So, I'm like, all right, you know what? Fire, fire strike questions. So I start running through questions and he literally gave me great answers for every question that I asked him. And I, I can't wait to play them. Uh, you guys play them on the podcast another time when we That's get that, that sorted. And fun fact, Kevin Trapp is a big Nintendo Switch fan. Really? <laughs> so much so. On his way out to the bus, he has his headphones on and he's playing his Switch. So I yell to him and I go, Kevin, what are you playing? He goes, Mario Kart. <laughs> <laughs> the guy like was inseparable, like unseparable, like from his Switch. That's it was awesome. It was actually really cool. And it, you know, all the players are really, really awesome and fun. And I guess I posted on the uh, Hey, I Talk Bank for Twitter, yeah. the picture of the guy sitting on the crate you know, best yeah. seats in the house, you know, cause it was just that kind of a casual event. Like, yeah, you know, what I appreciate was that Adi actually for the most part, put a pretty decent lineup in the beginning, right? Like obviously mm-hmm. you're missing Halea in the first half and a couple of the other guys, but you know, you still had Rebic, you still had, you know, a few key blankers for the team play that first half. So it was like, we kind of took it semi-seriously and I felt like this is a fantastic preparation for the euros, right? Because leading up to the euros, we played two fantastic Brazilian teams. Yeah, you know, that, and that that's a that's a key point because a lot of you know, especially the European side of things, don't really know that how the the Western side of things goes, you know. And there's a lot of really good teams in South America, so um, and we played two of them, so it was a good warm up, like you said. Yeah, I mean, and don't forget, we are Shakhtar's first game. Yeah, you know? so we have the upper hand right now, and I think this tournament was exactly what the team needed to get it going despite well, the second it, game's result. And yeah, like we didn't take it for granted and we, we played our players. We didn't, you know, baby the team. So yeah, we're, we're ready. 
And one thing I appreciated about this trip versus other trips in the past is you can confidently look at everyone who traveled and here's what's happened. Everyone traveled. Mm -hmm. There wasn't a single player missing from the team. And you don't see that often when, when teams do international friendlies or side tournaments that have nothing to do with anything relevant, you're missing like your big players, you're missing your stars, Mm -hmm. but every single player was there. Every single player was accounted for and everyone got minutes. Not I, I obviously, you know, even the goalkeepers got minutes, right? Like our backup goalkeepers mm-hmm. and who were fantastic, by the way, um, during the matches. Yeah. But everyone got minutes and you don't see that often. So being able to actually see, you know, our team play full 90 minutes between <laughs> two days and everyone, you get to see every player you want. It was awesome. Like I mean, even Fabian played. When was the last time we seen him play in a Bundesliga game? Exactly. And he played two games in three games. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it it might be his last. Who knows? Yeah. 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 I the <laughs> the thing that I'm like, uh, what makes me so drawn to the team um, and the Bundesliga in general is ha- that connection that the fans have with the team. Um, and Eintracht Frankfurt is no exception. We they really tr- go out of their way to try to include the fans, you know, send them to, you know, meet and greets, um, you know, at training events and things, even, you know, for a state side. Um, so uh, it's uh, pretty cool what you got to do there. Yeah. And, and honestly, as much as I want to say the games are the coolest part. They weren't (laughs) (laughs) coolest part was actually the barbecue that took place Friday night at the uh, hot rock hotel. That was a very surreal experience. Um, I got to carry the trophy. (laughs) I got to take many pictures with it. And it was a really awkward moment because when Mark first brought the trophy out and put it on the stand, everyone's kind of looking at it and just staring at it and no one wanted to touch it. Yeah. So like the first three people to take a picture with it are just standing next to it. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden someone walks over to it and just picks it up and everyone's just like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> game changer, you know? So then that's yeah. when everyone kind of loosened up a little bit and taking pictures. Mm-hmm. So, that you know, obviously we're there on time because we, that's just what we do. We're always on time to these things and we're hanging out. It's open bar and everyone's just having a couple of drinks. And all of a sudden, there's just like this dark cloud of black starts walking over to the barbecue. And we're just like, what is going on? And it's the players, all the players, once again, in attendance for the barbecue. And after this, you know, the team showed a beautiful video, you know, highlighting the club and, you know, winning the Pokal and the future for Frankfurt, they served dinner and it was basically an announcement of, Hey, the players are here, take pictures, autographs, Whatever you like, they will be here to help you. And you literally were sitting at tables with people that play for a club that you hold so dear. You know, yeah. I ate dinner with Adi Hutter. We, I sat at his table with him across from him having, you know, filet mignon. Like it was awesome. Holy cow. You know, and you does got he eat to- with his left or his right? Then that's a big question. <laughs> so I didn't see how he ate, but however, what I found interesting is that the whole coaching staff waited until everyone got their meal and then they all started with a salad. <laughs> and 
thought that was oh, wow. very interesting because like everyone else went straight like you know especially the americans right we went right for the meat so <laughs> to see them go get their salad first and then they got their bread and then they had their actual meal i was like wow it almost feels like i'm in germany all over again <laughs> and it, it was just it was amusing because you know obviously they had a game the next day so the players weren't drinking Everyone mm-hmm. was just kind of like, you know, being very relaxed and you're walking around taking pictures with everyone. And I walked over to Rebic and Jovic and um, all those guys and they're playing sorry on a tablet. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm saying that I was like, hey, guys, like, you know, can I get a picture? Like, yeah, absolutely. You know, and I think the funniest picture I had to take was with Gelson, um, because when I went to take the picture with him, it got it got dark, obviously, because nighttime we're outside. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, you know, Gelsing, can we take a picture? He's like, yeah, sure. And I hand the phone to someone and Gelsing goes, make sure the flash is on so I come out in the picture. <laughs> come on, there's a little bit of light in here. You're not that dark. But he was just, he was laughing so hard, man. Like, And, and to see the players really let loose a little bit, joke around with the fans and just, you know, have fun was just so much fun. And being able to be with the president and all these fantastic and wonderful people from the board. And it's just even the employees for Eintracht, like Jackie and everyone, they, it was just awesome to be surrounded by such amazing people and have such a successful event and enjoy every moment of it. You know, these are moments that I definitely will cherish forever. And honestly, explaining to at least 200 people who I was in reference to the podcast was yeah. definitely my highlight because it was like, oh, so you're the podcast, Mark Anthony. You are the podcast guy, and I'm just like, well, you see, what happens is the other guys can't travel. Roman's always in Germany, and I'm the only one that can take off work. So I'm more like a face than anything else. But thanks. Make sure you check it out. Wow. You know, that's <laughs> it, not true. You're part of this podcast, Mark. <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm here tonight. I'm here tonight. <laughs> and it was just awesome. And, you know, going even to the last day of the Florida Cup, and then obviously I'm, you know, I'll be gassed after that. Um, we met at a Mexican restaurant, <laughs> which was a lot of fun because everyone's like eating burritos and nachos and we're drinking beer. And everyone, like the whole staff shows up, you know, the Eintracht staff shows up. and Holy cow. We all have a, you know, group shot of Jägermeister together and there were speeches made. and. <laughs> I actually got you guys, Brian. Uh, uh, did he, I sent you the picture, right, of what I got you guys? It was yes, an autograph yes, yes. for Hey Eintracht Frankfurt, and it is from. I'm trying to pull the picture up so I don't butcher his name, unless you could say it for <laughs> me, Brian. The boss Fisher. <laughs> That's right. He signed a wonderful autograph for you guys. You know, for hey, I tried Frankfurt, and he actually complimented me on my German because I told him I only spoke a little bit of German. He's like, he looked at me twice. He goes, "What do you mean only a little bit of German? You speak German perfectly fine." So I felt a little, you know, oh, that's, that's you know, butterflies sweet. in the stomach <laughs> for that for that very brief moment. And it was awesome because not only did they come and hang out and have you know a drink and food with us, but they actually walked with us to the stadium. We, really? It was like a good 10 minute walk and in the sun. And that day was hot. Let me tell you, Lord, <laughs> you know, going from, you know, sub 60s to low 50s, to you know, high 70s, close to 82 degrees. It was a very big difference. And they walked <laughs> the entire way to the gate with the fans. Wow. And 
everyone has just been so approachable and you don't get that often with clubs, right? Like, no. yeah, if you go to like a friendly, you'll get a couple of people with pictures, but for the most part, it's basically like, you know, leave us alone kind of thing. We did what we had to do, but everyone, everyone all the way to the top of the food chain was just there available to speak to happy to speak to you and always willing to take a picture. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, it was awesome. And at that game, there was definitely more Frankfurt fans um, together. Everyone was basically sitting together at that match. So mm-hmm. there was a lot more chance there. And the ultras were awesome. The ultras were really like, you know, top of their lungs, chanting the whole nine. The, it was just such a great time. That was despite the result, of course, and that red yeah. card. I still, even watching replays of it, I still don't get it, but it is what it is. Yeah. An experienced referee. It's, it's, <laughs> that's one myself. It's, um, I think it, it, they're doing a good job of building momentum here in the, in the States. I, the, the, the first time they traveled to the States, um, it was kind of, you know, pretty, ho-hum and and each time they come back now it's it's gaining momentum every time and um with the the fan base is building they're collecting a little bit it 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 seems like the the fans are traveling more um and they keep reaching out more to those fans that show up um it's it i i I just kicking myself that i couldn't be there with you martin everyone got a free scarf they were giving out hats. They were giving out autographs, pictures. And, you know, for those who did not get the opportunity of making it this time around, a little birdie mentioned a summer trip again this year. Ooh, not to Asia. Not to Asia, but to the USA. Because don't forget, leading up to the World Cup being hosted by USA, Mexico, and Canada, Frankfurt will be coming every year to America. Wow. Yeah. Wow, they really are. They're really going for it. <laughs> They're really going for it indeed. They're going for Granted, it. Granted, something that you and I, Nathan, had talked about was, you know, does Eintracht need to come back in the summer? Should they use the Florida Cup as their moment to be here in 2019? Maybe they get invited back for the next one. But we were thinking, you know, perhaps uh, the team will be going to Asia as we do have uh, some members of the team who will be great ambassadors to the club. And we also have some legends, uh, former players uh, in varying countries who would be able to be great ambassadors to the Eintracht should they go on an Asian tour. But hey, yeah. If this means that you and me get to travel and see the Eintracht and then they can be like, Finally. oh, Nathan, you are Brian. Oh, we hear so much about you. Well, then, you know, uh, it will be jackasses. just all, yeah, well, well, hopefully not thinking of that, but hopefully, uh, hopefully they do come maybe a little closer to Kansas City or St. Louis and, you know, how cool would that there, be? I'll hit, maybe they'll allow me to bring my dog onto the train pitch and we can watch them <laughs> together. <laughs> but I think Kansas City would be a great trip. Brilliant. Yeah, oh, would. yes. Imagine Anyone that. Not KC. To, oh granted, God. granted, you have already visited. Right, uh, I have. My humble, my humble city. Uh, that game in. Oh, <laughs> I told dude, dude, I told you Joe's KC would so be good. worth it. So good. <laughs> you did not let me down on that one. <laughs> no, let me down in the Open Cup final, but <laughs> yeah. <sighs> 
the and the wait still continues, but I don't think for I don't think for much longer for uh, your own MOS side. But all that aside, boys, we've talked a lot about the Florida Cup. It's mm-hmm. time to get into our favorite segment breaker before we get into ask us anything and talk about the news and notes, and then our final segment where we talk about Eintracht versus Freiburg. It's hashtag What are we drinking, Nathan? Since Mark is the guest, we're going to let Mark go first. Yay. All right. So what am I drinking? It is almost 11 tonight and I got to work tomorrow, but I am humbly drinking ginger ale tonight. I got it. Oh, there you go. Which yeah. which brand? Uh, Canada Dry. You know, I, Canada, I wanted to Canada go pick Dry, up some... If you guys are listening, Coca-Cola Company, because I know you guys are the ones who own them, uh, sponsorships <laughs> are available for hashtag what are we drinking. <laughs> you know, I wanted to go pick up some apple cider because that's been like my my uh, drink of the, like, the month lately. Mm. But uh, by the time I got out of my Muay Thai class, so liquor store was closed. So I was upset considering I live right next door to one. So just... Did you uh, get any Ebelvoy while you're in, uh, no. in Orlando or Tampa? No. They didn't have any available? No. Sharks. It's oh. Sashada. Sashada. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is it. That is the best way to kind of put it. Nathan, <laughs> what are you drinking? Good old H2O. I have to run. I'm going to do a long run in the morning, a 12 mile or so. Um, 12 mile no. before five? Four. Before work. Yeah. <laughs> God bless you. Uh, no. no. Indeed, indeed. Hey, you got to get it in before the ugly weather comes right exactly. in its ugly head once again. Uh, Ryan, what you got? Well, well, I decided to go with a Kansas City local uh, beer. Uh, the most well-known. Kansas City local beer. It's from the Boulevard Brewing Company. I have their pale ale. I'm a man who does like uh, his bitter beers. Uh, (laughs) Some people would say it's a really acquired taste, but I still say it's pretty good stuff. And, you know, buy local. Why not? Eh? Yeah. All right. That wraps up everything that we have to do. Prost. Indeed. It wraps up everything for segment one. We'll be back in a jiffy with segment two and news and notes and questions to the panel. Stay with. back we are segment two of hey i track frankfurt uh we got mark we got nathan it's time to get to some news and notes but first of all uh we put it out there on twitter you can find us on twitter at hef pod uh we have uh drew gentry he can be found at at team gentry g-e-n-t-r-y uh when it came to stuff we wanted to bring up on the podcast he sent out a double salvo needles to say uh (laughs) let's get right to it boys and see we both have the same answers or different answers wolfsburg has lost their star daniel ginschek for an estimated 10 weeks oof oh that uh, sounds a little alex meyer-esque (laughs) <laughs> with with Wolfsburg facing similar strength of opponents in that stretch, such as Eintracht, do you feel, given our lukewarm run into the winter process, that they can capitalize and leapfrog the Wolves in the table? Uh, in a word, yes. <laughs> we may have some doozy of matches uh, upcoming. Uh, Freiburg being kind of warmer 
uh, winter warmer, as you might say. And then we head north because it's all wet up there uh, to face Bremen before we head back south uh, with Dortmund and uh, Leipzig before we hit up into Europe. And so, yes, I do think that Eintracht is in a very good spot. And unlike in the Hinrunde, where we got that win on away to Freiburg and then picked up one point on our next four and made us all uh, shaking in our boots. This time, Eintracht has a team. We have figured out how to play, and uh, we got some momentum. Yeah. Mark? I'm in agreement with you, Brian. Um, I think, seeing that we're only one point behind them right now, I think we definitely have the opportunity of not only sleepfrogging them, but I will be bold enough to say we'll we'll uh, leapfrog over the team that shall not be named. Um, <laughs> Someone from New York does not is not happy listen, in the fact we're talk- that you're being farmed out. <laughs> listen, I was saying the other day actually, if you look at the Frankfurt app, they don't even get a logo; they're just a city name. Yep, <laughs> I think that is so awesome that the club does that. It's kind of like any news, sports newspaper that refuses to post the nickname of the Washington NFL team. Everyone knows that they're called the Redskins, but they just no longer do it. Yeah, I thought it was pretty interesting. But and, and honestly, the big thing with Leipzig is, um, you know, Timo, right? He's mm-hmm. in contract oh, negotiations right now, you know, so they don't even know what his future is going to be. Is he going to go to the Premier League? Is he going to stay in the Bundesliga? We don't know. Mm-hmm. So I think between that, their new additions to their team. Instability, yeah. And us coming off of this beautiful winter break where we've actually had time to keep playing. Even with our newest addition, I think we really have the upper hand on all fronts right now. I think we'll also, when it comes to Leipzig, we're going to find out real quick what they're going to do right out the gate because guess who they have? They have the table toppers, Bayfell Bay. Not going to lie, if anyone does want to watch uh, Fox Sports 1 uh, for that one, so that would be a 12.30 kickoff on the East Coast, uh, uh, 9.30 kickoff on the West Coast. That is going to be a doozy of a Bundesliga match. Do follow up. I track Frankfurt versus Freiburg. Nathan, your opinion as well on uh, Ginz check. <laughs> um, where can, we are, can, right are we going to be leapfrogging <clears throat> yeah. uh, the Ginz check list? Wolfsburg. <laughs> yeah. Wolfsburg is a, is I think that they're building on some momentum. They think they have the talent there. Um, Ginz check. I don't think is the only reason that they are there. So they will still put up a fight, you know, like my, my lady, I think, uh, is still a thorn in a lot of people's sides. So, um, um, I, I think we will, I think our talent is, is, is ready and capable, whereas they're still kind of building that. Um, so yeah, I think we're going to go a little bit here. I think we're going to go on a little bit of a, a, a little bit of, you see, it's a little bit of growing pains too, because this is a, the start of the season. It should be, our start of the rook runda should be a eh. I mean, it's gonna be a little difficult, but we'll we'll I think we'll get through it. Indeed, indeed. Let's get to the second part. Uh that he was kind of with the title assert slightly out of reasonable reach already. Uh yeah, I kind of put that question to everybody in the last episode of A on Track Record. Would you rather continue to focus on the Europa League and as a and as a consequence finish mid table or 
exit the Europa League now and push for that Champions League spot. Mark, I'll let uh, you have your first go at that. Uh, just for clarification, doesn't a Europa League finish give us a Champions League spot? Yes, if we yes, win the Europa so. League, <laughs> <laughs> as we get the Champions League, in addition to right. playing in the UEFA Super Cup, wherever right. the heck that will be played. At. So I'm going to go with all eggs in the Europa League basket. I really think we have a very good shot at this. I know there's some pretty decent teams left in it, and I strongly believe it'll be a Chelsea Frankfurt final. And I think that'd be a game for the ages. Honestly, I think we need to go all in on Europa League, put all of our eggs in the basket and go all the way. Because obviously we're not going to repeat the German Open Cup. We're not going to win the league. So I think we go for Europa League and just go two years back to back lifting trophies. Nathan, your thoughts? I I don't see any reason at this point in where we are in the table or in the Pokal to give either um, a rest. We're putting the pedal on both at this point. So um, what is like I was referring to uh, this, the start of our, the, the, the actual season is a little tough, but uh, we, I think we have the depth to, to push the pedal on both and Shakhtar is going to be a little, uh, you know, behind, getting warmed up so let's push forward on all fronts indeed indeed i will say this much but focus on the bundesliga it's gonna be a lot of matches that are gonna be coming our way so we had to maintain complete focus but honestly i'm all for the europa league and here's why we're actually treating it and a lot of media types have talked about how eintracht frankfurt's fans have actually treated the competition with the respect that it deserves now hell yeah in the old days of the before the champions league became what it is it was called it was just one entry from every single country in addition to the title holders that was it everyone else filtered into the UEFA Cup, which is currently the Europa League. And so with uh, two to three entries per country, it had a lot of really good teams. And so it really had some great prominence. And I think that the fans remember the great run of the 79-80 campaign where Eintracht defeated Borussia Mönchengladbach over two matches to win that trophy. I think that the fans are going right for it. And hey, the thing is, the team we're up against is a team that probably would will end up if we do lose, we'll probably end up as one of the semifinals. So if Eintracht beats Shakhtar, which is one I am I'm throwing all my eggs into that basket. Who needs to worry about uh Champions League qualification when we'll be probably finishing top six, top seven, regardless, because I think that's the kind of team that we have, and the experience will be to the benefit of the Frankfurt uh, family. And let's put it this way. The very moment we touch that golden chalice, that is the Champions League, that is a lot of money that uh, sponsorships that has yet to ever, that has really gotten involved with Eintracht over the decades. It's been a very long time since the kind of money would be flowing in. Uh, like that since the early 90s in those European runs. So all for Europe, I say. So that being said, thank you, uh, Gentry, for that double salvo of yeah, questions. Great questions. So, yep. Exactly. So 
let's talk about the Stendera brothers, shall we? Uh, <laughs> Neil Stendera has been the captain of the uh, was at the U19 side uh, for quite some time. He has been signed. His older brother, Mark Stendera, looks like he is headed to Cologne. Everyone's just kind of wondering, oh, okay, maybe it was just me. Is Eintracht giving enough opportunities to our youth players? Because we have, we keep on signing these youth guys to maintain our um, uh, home train player coefficient. Mm-hmm. The question is, with... Mark Stendera kind of looking like he's exiting to FC Köln, uh, who are looking uh, nailed on to get back to the Bundesliga. Um, will Eintracht, I mean, is this a good policy to have that you're just signing these youth players who you're not going to give an opportunity to? Shouldn't it be players who you actually believe will make your club better, not just to obey the mere rules that you have? Well, if you're signing a player, a youth player, at least, you know, bear with me for a moment here because I'm still learning, you know, contracts and all that with soccer. But if you're signing a youth player who you believe may not be beneficial to your team, but you can sell for a profit, wouldn't that be good business? Yeah, it definitely I would totally is. agree. It, it's just a funny position to be in because we no longer have the, the, um, the reserve team, the U23 team. That uh, for a long time was in the Hessian Liga and the Regional Liga, which is currently the fourth tier of the German soccer pyramid. Uh, we just haven't look. We just don't see these guys getting uh, who are signed from our academy. We just haven't seen them aside from uh, sparing moments that you'll see during some of our preseason tours. I just wish these guys would be given an opportunity and someone like Mark Stendera who has uh, stuck through Timothy Chandler has stuck through despite, you know, going to uh, Nuremberg uh, for a brief time uh, before, where he established himself as a Bundesliga player before returning to Frankfurt. Then you have Marco Ross who did the same thing, but guess what? He's 33 now, you know, despite the fact that he went to Wolfsburg for uh, what was it? A two year t- stint. Hey, you know, make your money, whatever. And then he returned to Eintracht. I Eintracht, one of those chances, Eintracht International, we have so many international players, and yet we I still think that it is very, very important to me at least that we get some more youth players coming through the ranks because we want some more Frankfurt born and bred guys, or at least guys who will be able to help us with those coefficients uh, for UEFA, with those coefficients for the DFL. And hey, why not have a kid whose own brother is probably an ultra sitting there right in the stand that's been there for years and years? That connection with the fans is something that you just cannot uh, take for granted. And in this world that, you know, authenticity for a soccer experience sometimes can feel so plastic, as we have with some of the teams of the Bundesliga, <laughs> it's that connection. Yeah. You know who I'm taking that dig at. <laughs> uh, it's that connection that I think is what makes it Bundesliga special. Nathan, your opinion? Yeah, I think I think so. It depends on the the team's, uh, the you know, short term strategy and where mm-hmm. we are sitting right now is mm-hmm. is we're trying to make a make a dent and be a consistent player in the Bundesliga, and with our development system as is, like you talked about with the twenty three 
uh, league or team. Um, we just don't have that development system. So if we're developing players up to a point, we don't have a place to put them. So if, as Mark said, if we can sell or like sign them up, you know, tell people that they're qualified, which is what I think we're doing right now, you know, tell them they're ready to make this step, but they're, this just isn't a place for them. We can either sell them somewhere else or put them on loan um, with another team and, and give them a shot in a different way whilst maintaining um, a connection to the team. Uh, hopefully, I think that's where we stand now. That I don't know what the long-term goal of the team is in that way, but it, I mean, for all intents and purposes, it's, it, it's a functional, somewhat you know, dysfunctional system. Um, well, I, I, I'm okay with it. Yeah. And piggybacking um, off of Nathan for a moment, it, it, the short term goals that we have now, especially being in Europa and where we stand in the table and what we're looking to do here in America, you need to make yourself prominent. What Freddie has done for this team since he's taken over, I have complete trust in him. And I know for sure in the near future, the focus will then turn to the younger kids. I don't think he's forgotten them. I just think in this immediate moment, we have bigger fish to fry and the youth system yeah. will get the attention they need. Yeah. That all being said, that's a little wrap up uh, segment two of Hey, I'm Track Frankfurt. Let's get right back to it and we'll focus on it. I'm Track's reentry to the Bundesliga against FC Freiburg. Uh, stay with. And we're back. Episode uh, this episode of Hey I'm Truck Frankfurt. Segment three, it's all about returning to the Bundesliga, uh, SC Freiburg, not FC Freiburg, as I mistakenly said, as in the right there. But uh, this is what, boys, let's get right back to the bread and butter that is the Eintracht season. It is the Bundesliga. It is FC, SC Freiburg, a team that has been, oh, we were able to pull one kind of like a magician pulling a rabbit out of a hat <laughs> against Freiburg. If you guys can remember that two nil win, we did. Well, we, yeah, we didn't exactly deserve to win that one, but the thing is Freiburg, the way that they are as a team, they can get results, but when they do play on the, but when they play on the road, it is all forgotten and their confidence goes right down their leg. Uh, uh, needless to say uh, I would love it as an American if Caleb uh, Stanko finally gets an appearance but I don't think that's going to happen against the Eintracht I think uh, Luca Waldschmidt former Eintracht player himself I think he might uh, maybe maybe he'll have a good moment uh, against the Eintracht but I am honestly thinking that uh, we're in a great spot to just pummel these guys like as though I don't know, like you, like a preseason game in the NFL 
or uh, one of the early season games in a college football season to give it a totally American spin on it, where University of Michigan takes on uh, uh, Grand Valley State Tech and just beats the live, ever living crap out of them. I think this is what Eintracht has got to do to remind uh, the Bundesliga of how dangerous we are. Because I think we really need to return. We've done good in the Hinrunda, and we need to respond in the Rookrunda that we are the shit, that we are the top dog, that we need to be knocked off our perch, uh, pun intended. And I think this provides a gr- truly interesting game because Freiburg likes to play open. And I think now that we have a fully functioning attack, unlike uh, the beginning of the Hinrunda, I think we're going to see fireworks, boys. Mark, what's your opinion on uh, Eintracht versus uh, Freiburg? I think this is actually be a pretty comfortable game for us. Um, you know, Freiburg is still establishing themselves from coming back from the Schweizer Liga. And, mm-hmm. you know, they haven't been in the best of forms right now. They are sitting at 11th in the league, um, comfortably spaced out by six points from us. And I really think that we just, we're going to come out and make a statement. And I think we're actually going to have a very comfortable win against them this game. Nathan, what do you I think? Mean, they've been riding 10th through 13th the entire season. Um, I don't really expect them that expect that to change now that Grifo's back. Um, but you know, they've they've got a few people that are returning healthy um, uh, with uh, Niederlechner and Peterson. Um, so. Um, I, I think that they'll put up a fight. Um, our midfield still has some growing pains ahead of them, I, uh, I believe. Uh, Rhoda's got a... He, he looks match fit, so I'm sh- pretty sure he'll play. Uh, but um, it'll be interesting. I I think we're going to have some growing pains, but I think we'll win, and I think we'll win handily. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, with with uh, Rabich uh, supposedly back in... It, it, in Florida, he looked he looked awesome fit. He looked so, good. yeah, um, I think we're going to see uh, some more options available uh, up front again. So this will be this will be fun in front of that home it, crowd. Indeed, indeed. Uh, it should be pointed out that the last time that uh, Freiburg had a multi goal scoring match was at home. Uh, they played <laughs> Leipzig to that three nil thrashing that they gave him other matches that they look good in three, one over Moten Gladbach. And they also beat Wolfsburg three, one. That was actually, believe it or not, uh, on that match day, uh, match day four. That was the last time that they scored more than a goal on the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, that's, that's scary. That's to their think. Achilles heel. That is their Achilles heel, and I think that uh, if we can get to our predictions right now, I will go out on the limb and say Eintracht 2-1, and I think we give up the goal kind of late on. Mark? Yeah. I've got 2-0. I think we're going to be absolutely dominant in this match. You know, I think we had the opportunity of seeing some different combinations on the field during the Florida Cup, and I think this is going to be a really exciting moment for the team to really be home in front of the home fans back in Frankfurt and just come out guns blazing. Nathan. Um, I want to see a healthy David Abraham 
come back and uh, shore up the the defense for us. So um, missed. Yeah, he really has. So I'm going to say two nothing. All right. So two one and two two nothing score lines. Hey, folks, if you're interested in also kind of comparing your own uh, Bundesliga predictions, you can join the Bundesliga Predictor League. Uh, this can be found on Bundesliga.com. So hit up Predictor League and it's H-E-F pod. Uh, join our league and you can compare your own predictions for the rest of the matches as they do exist, apparently, uh, within the Bundesliga. So where can you watch the Bundesliga, Bundesliga match between Eintracht Frankfurt and Freiburg, you may ask. If you have Fubo TV, uh, you can stream it on that. You can also stream it on Fox Soccer Match Pass. Um, all of us here do uh, subscribe to that. Uh, should you want to watch it on television, you have multiple options in the United States. That is Fox Sports 2 or in Spanish on Fox Deportes. Uh, if you need uh, different links, you can find, of course, it on Sky, Sky Sports. We'll have it uh, all across Europe, uh, Sportsnet World Now, North of the Border in Canada, and the Fox Sports Empire pretty much has you covered for most of the entire world. So now that we are at the very end of our episode, I'd like to thank Nathan. And Mark, for both joining us for this uh, return of Hey Eintracht Frankfurt. Gentlemen, where can we find you in the social media atlas, uh, landscape? Mark? I am on Twitter. At, um, it's my name backwards, actually. But it's C-R-A-M-O-R-D-A-P, which is spelled, I guess, Cram or Dap. <laughs> which is it's just my name backwards. So okay. Mark Padro, if you just flip it. We thought it was hilarious. Nice. Yeah, I came up with it when I was like 14 or something like that, and it just stuck. <laughs> I wouldn't know anything about that, Mark. That's that's my name on Twitter. It's what I came up with when I was 14 years old. N A J A K W A. There we go. Uh, you can follow the show at Hey H E F Pod. You can follow me, Brian Sanders, at K C S G E. Email us at Hey, Eintracht Frankfurt at yahoo.com. Follow us on Facebook as well. And that is facebook.com slash H-E-F pod. So from all of us here at Hey, Eintracht Frankfurt, wishing everyone a lovely match day for the Bundesliga as Eintracht takes on Freiburg. Cheers. Cheers. Hey, Eintracht Frankfurt,